0: Hi, this is Marion Ross, you are listening to TV Confidential. Uh, is the queen worth more than the horse? It's called a knight,
1: huh? Yeah, well that looks like a horse to me. The queen is worth three of those. Oh, oh, well then I'll protect my queen with my horse. I will take your horse, your knight, with my bishop. Then I'll just say, checkers. Uh, checkmate. Whatever. <laughs> Howard, uh, you played just before, haven't you? Yeah, I think I've played once. Uh... You want to play for money this time? at Robertson, along with our guest Bill Daly. Bill, of course, starred as Howard Borden on the Bob Newhart Show, all six seasons of which are now available through Shout Factory as part of a complete series box set that includes audio commentaries, a gag reel, a 40-page essay by Emmy Award-winning writer Vince Waldron, and such extra features as group therapy, where Bill Daly sits down with Bob Newhart, Peter Bonners, and Jack Riley to talk about the Bob Newhart Show. The Bob Newhart Show Complete Series Box Set Edition is available now on DVD through our friends at Shout Factory. Let's see, before we went to break, Bill, you mentioned that even though you struggled, you've always struggled with dyslexia, you have always been able to read music. That did interest me because, you know, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, you, you're you a bass player. and Yeah, uh, good you know, bass player. Yeah, in fact, I read somewhere, you tell me if... Uh, uh, you tell me if I got this wrong, but I know that you know a lot of times, especially when you played Roger, you used to, you, you kind of fiddled with your hands a lot. I read that you know you, that was sort of a tribute to your bass playing, and it's like when you're when you're fiddling with your hands, you're really pretending to play the bass.
0: That's right. That's right. Because we did all our comedy set and me standing up, and some of those tempos were just so fast, mm-hmm. and after that I didn't have the bass in front of me. I somehow was playing bass on my chest. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That was great. Every job I ever had, I yeah. mean, I loved it. Every job from the time I started working, I was like eleven. Yeah. Every job, just and uh no. And I say funny, people like being around funny people. Yeah. And I dressed great, and I was sharp and when I came. Uh, it, it, I don't know if I told you this, but the whole when one I can tell you in two seconds how I made it because when I was in Korea, I had uh, a great I had a show I it I was really when I came out of uh, the service the the everybody at Chicago all the rich kids went to Northwestern mm-hmm. and they were hired before they got out for TV right mm-hmm. and I then they had to. For Four years of college, that would be bright. I had no college, no school, I couldn't read, and put in, but I looked sharp, gave the help that I just gave from Korea. I mean, that helped all of a lot. The Jews were, turns to George Heidemann, who taught uh, at, at Northwestern. If you hire one more guy that doesn't know music or read music, you're fired. So I came in and he looked at me and he said, "Can you read music?" Yeah, I said, "I'm hired." <laughs> that was it. Once you're in the door, that's it. Yeah. I mean, there's no getting out of it. I mean, that's that. That's it. Yeah. And you work a little harder because you read and you just and you have to be quick mm-hmm. and uh, so I with the very uh, second city was the first guy ever. But we, But right, then I wrote a group that was better in Second City with the, with two of the. Jack Riley, and the world in Chicago. Uh I mean, it was brilliant. And none of us wanted to take a job because we had homes in the suburbs and mm-hmm. a good job and, uh, and we were, they wanted to take us everywhere, New York. Sorry, there was a brilliant group. Yeah. Really brilliant and sensational. But then I, I did that out in LA once again. When I went out there, we took the group and we did some work there. But that was us. That was our kind of humor. That's yeah. all ad lib, half ad lib. And it was a, three of us were just brilliant. It was just, it was an, and I was the best writer in the world, and Alice Ward created everything that uh who's the dance guy dick clark mm-hmm. by the way it was a wonderful dick clark joke that i couldn't do it a oh, wide right, radio right no it's not naughty and uh uh, and then when he became well again, he, he, he couldn't go on and do that uh, the New Year's Eve thing because he you know, had a stroke. Mm-hmm. But as he got better uh, and then he was fine at the end, then I could tell this joke. I couldn't tell it before. And the joke is these archaeologists are are searching. They find this 4,000 year old person. It's like dust. They figure out how they're going to get him out of this cave. And they design a thing to put him in. And the guy is 4,000 years old. And as he him out of here, put him out here, something. And one of the other archaeologists said, Did you did you hear that? Yeah, I think he said he too, what do you think? He puts his head up to what are he saying, he's saying, Is Dick Clark still working? <laughs> I worked for him a lot. He was—he uh, didn't pay anything. He—he, he, I, I did a show for him. Nice guy, though. Yeah. But very nice guy. Very nice guy. Well, I can see why people liked him. Yeah. And he, Worsh and was created everything for him. He didn't pay him anything when he—he he got millions. He sold the country. He didn't pay anybody anything. Yeah. But he was a good man, and he looked great, and he had a way. When when I worked for, I did a series for him. He just—he was just likable guy. Hmm. He just said something, you know. You talk about
1: some of the other people. You did a show about uh, about 10 years after the Newhart show ended. You did a show with uh, Connie Stevens called Starting with Scratch. Uh, 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 what memories do you have of working with Connie Stevens?
0: Well, Connie Stevens, that, I just, I mean, that show uh, was in, in one of my favorite cities, was in the Montreal Charming. Mm-hmm. The best everything. The problem is there was once again was the writing. Yeah. We had to use Canadian writers, and she uh, she was. I always say, Barbara it was was kind of quiet, uh, and but afterwards Barbara was by herself. She was the best gal ever. Uh, afterwards at this show, she was Italian We'd have the food. She was great to work with, and uh, but that show it was so hard to get somebody some writing. Yeah, we did a whole year. And I, I of course, I love Canada. I, I worked in Canada for years uh, t- t- doing plays. See, I don't do plays anymore because to memorize a play it takes me takes me like a half a year mm-hmm. to learn it years so I can't do them all the time, but that show was, ai uh, uh, am telling you, it was just, we had five the writers, and the writing wasn't there, what happened was, is the script was so brilliant, it was for me, it's my kind of humor, is mm-hmm. I'm marrying this girl, and she's a divorce of, of a mafia guy, uh-huh. and the scenes with him, some brilliant actor, I see him as he was mean and ugly, and my humor after him being around was tremendous. But well, what they happened? They, the, the audience didn't like it because they didn't like her. Yeah, and not not her acting. So they had to make her nice. So they made her like just a housewife, and it was just horrible. Yeah. So just her one day cooking. Her that it was it was just awful. The writing was just terrible. Writing's everything.
1: Right, writing writing is everything. If the words aren't there on the page and the story isn't there, there's only so much you can do to make it as good as you can.
0: By the way, my son. He's doing like he's doing. He generally doesn't do, does movies always, but we do more movies here than anybody. And then L.A. they do none. But he's doing a TV series, but it's called the uh, Manhattan Project about the uh, atomic bomb. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, he said a brilliant script. And he and we talk all together. Scripts everything. Yeah. I mean, I you the funniest guy in the entire world. Cannot make a basket funny. And anybody, I mean, that's just and, the script, and all those Cary Grant movies. Uh, those guys are just okay, but they got great writers, mm-hmm. great I and mean, Sinatra had the, on the right, the best tempo and the best writers, the best music. So that the, the hiring the right people has a lot to do with it. That's- and and boy, those guys, those Charles Brothers, they uh, they were Fraser did a great job on Fraser. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they did, they did a great job on Frazier. They did a great job on the Bob Newhart Show. And uh, you were one of the big reasons why the Bob Newhart Show is still, still holds up to It's just, you know, I wa- I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's from the first year or the last year. I mean, it makes me laugh out loud, Bill.
0: Yeah, it is funny. In fact, but the funniest one, when we had this show, uh, every, jo- every joke they ever told was my joke. I'll give you a couple of fast ones. Okay. This is not a, this is not a joke, but my wife says it's your problem. How he's got problems in your fault. Son is, uh, my son is, my son is, and I said, how could it be my fault I was never there? <laughs> I mean, those are just, yeah. and then he's, Bob scared free of elevators, everything's gonna get electrocuted. And I said, well, you can get electrocuted in a toaster. And he said, how's that? How's that? I said, use wet bread. <laughs> But every line I had was like that. And I you can read, I looked at it, I knew it right away. My daughter would work with me and I'd memorize it. Yeah. No, that writing was just uh, and I seem to be the only one toward the on they knew Suzanne Passett is brilliant and yeah. funny and great and I loved her. But I really am the only one that was happy. Yeah. I don't get that. Well, same thing with Cheney. I mean, I look around. Don Rickles is one of you, you can't do an anti joke if you're anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Don't do an anti-gay joke if you're anti-gay. But that's why Rickles is such a wonderful, wonderful, warm human being. He can do a morning you feel good. That's right. Because, because you can't. He just has that wonderful humor, and he's always happy. Absolutely. Well. He- Rickles
1: is always happy, you're always happy, and you've made me very happy, Bill, for uh, for spending some time uh, t- uh, today talking about the Bob Newhart Show and, and and some of the other things you've done in your long career in comedy and in television. But
0: I still work, by the way. Uh,
1: that's right. You work with your son in New Mexico. and uh, uh, Yeah, I work
0: with him. When I do the hospital twice a week, at the vet's hospital, I have a whole routine I do there. Mm-hmm. And Barbara and Larry and I are on the road where we do a routine, and I work with her all the time. No, I work all the time.
1: Well, that's that's what keeps th- that 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 working keeps you young as well as being happy. I mean, th- so you've you've got the secret. F- about- is
0: you're born. I'm spiritual. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Yeah. But you're really born that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you, you can really change the bigs with psychiatrists that your problems and the happy. But most people, especially in the business, uh, have been unhappy. I mean, it's just weird. I probably know two people offhand that are happy, and they're not in the business. I mean, one's my dentist, one is another guy lives in Boston. But that is just. what well, look at you. Think about how many people you know that are just really happy all yeah. the time. Yeah, there, I, I can maybe you probably come up with two people. Yeah.
1: Yep. 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 Well, well, I'm I'm, I'm fortunate. You're one of the two people. <laughs> <laughs> That's no
0: fair. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, but I came out of my mother's room. No, I've been happy at five, at seven, at 12, mm-hmm. and the reading. And I just thought that, you know, when they, the, if I flunked second grade, seriously, flunked sandpile. And then I, perhaps I only had a half year of high school, but I could read music. Mm-hmm. And that's another gift that I don't want to get in. I know what that is. It's too long of a story why that is. I was brought up a this Polish ghetto, and my stepfather, a horrible human being bought me a accordion, which I hated, and I studied music. I mean, I played all the Polish weddings so I could read music. You know, so that that that's a whole other... You know, I just... I don't want to go into what that is, but that gets you to everything. I did all the music shows in Chicago. I mean, I cut them like sand. No, I just... But but no school, no high school, no nothing. No grammar. Fucking second grade. Give me a break here. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I'm fucking everything. I'm fucking talking to you. That's... no no no. You're passing with flying
1: colors, Bill.
0: Thank you. Hey. <laughs> hey. Thank you. Hey. So... I love talking about me though. Oh yeah. Well, look, I got a lot to talk about. I started when I was eleven. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I'm still talking. Yeah. But I, I am friendly. You are, you're very friendly. And boy, I'm telling you, have, I'm, I'm, no definitely I'm boring with that happiness thing, but that's a hell of a thing. No, no, you keep at it, man. Oh, no, you did, no, everybody. And I just came from the doctor, I'm in, perfect shape, I, I would, the thing is about, I tell my patients, and i got to be careful, I said. And I wanted to smoke more than anything in the world. But like Clinton, I couldn't inhale. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone smoked. Yeah. It was in, it was chic, it was syrup, it was great. But I just did, I carried cigarettes around. And that's one miracle. I probably would still, I don't know if I could give up smoking. Bob Doerr had a hard time. So everyone smoked, everyone who I brought up. Yeah. You smoke? you smoke? I do not smoke. Uh, but I want to do. Yeah. I don't know how old you are, man, but in the 40s, and the 30s, I mean, the movies, every dogs and chickens smoked. Everyone smoked. Everybody smoked. Everybody smoked. It was him. I wanted cigarettes, around, but I could never smoke.
1: No, no, no. My father smoked for 35 years uh, and then gave it up cold turkey in
0: 1979. That's right. Well, Susan Bichette, when she died, she she had given up smoking for 25 years, yeah. but she still died of lung cancer yeah. because it was still in there. Yeah. And she had given up for 25 years.
1: Yeah, although she liked to joke that she always had that husky voice.
0: Oh, she did, she always had that. But she gave up that smoking 25 years ago, yeah. but she was at gym. She was wonderful. She was sensational. I was in love. I mean, as a friend, and I knew how brilliantly talented, and she never, we never won anything. I can't believe it. That show. I mean, she and Bob, but the, the way they worked together, I mean, it was, it was just genius. Everything is script. Yeah. Everything is script. right right away.
1: Everything is script. Everything is script. Well, I
0: tell you about my son, I don't think I finished that it, but he says, dude, he did, did uh, for his company was doing that, Dad come down to this is funny script. But he said, Everything is script. Mm-hmm. You know right away he does all the lighting, he says, You know right away if it's gonna work. Yeah. Everything is script. Yep. Everything is script. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything with a bad script. And he said and he only takes that are good. Yeah, that's 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 how he does it. He, he's we're, never been out of work, and it's hard to mess up a bad script. That's right. And of course, casting is. Everybody thought I was a great director. I directed a lot of the plays here, but I'm not a good director. I get great people that are funny and just say, "But do it faster." Yeah. I learned from Larry Hagman, by the way, because he would make up all the scenes. He would direct the scenes. He he, he directed everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he directed them. The guys let him do that, so they were brilliant. But Larry was. I you don't know how Larry and I got to wonder, He hated me. He hated Barbara. He, well, he liked didn't mind Barbara that much. But he, they wanted me to do his place so much. He didn't. He he wouldn't talk about the show. He was angry. He, and what happened was, I was we were on the Larry King Live show, mm-hmm. and Larry King loved New Art, but hated Jeannie. So he didn't talk to Larry. Now he talked to me, and this changed our whole. He, he became, fell in love with me right there. He said to me, and I knew it, I was talking from my heart. He said, who's your favorite actor? I said, uh, Jack Nicholson's is my favorite actor. I said, well, Jack Nicholson uh, could probably do JR, but Jack could never do Major Nelson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, that's right, that's right. I mean, and when he saw that, he said, wait a minute. This guy's not Manny, but it's true. Yeah. But Larry, that range between that Major Nelson and that thing—he's a brilliant actor. And then he realized, and then we became great friends after that.
1: Yeah, he was not only a brilliant actor, Bill. He was a great athlete. I mean, I watched—I watched the when, when I watched the show today, and he's doing all those pratfalls and. Back. Foot. Oh, he was a, not me.
0: He was a great athlete. Yeah, I know. and a great I, adult. I, oh, that prize fighting thing. And he was the best straight man ever. And he knew that. He knew the lines. Yeah. He directed. It, he wrote it. He created. He did everything. Yeah. I, but then he turned around to Jr.
1: Yeah, which is a completely different, which is a completely different thing. But
0: yeah, Patrick called me Down. He did the movie uh, Primary Colors. Uh-huh. And, uh it, 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 and he said, "You got to come down." He said, "Larry Eggman has a small part, but he's the best thing in it." Mm-hmm. It was about the president of uh, uh, the United States. is a, a movie. It's a pretty good movie. It was. A, it was a very good movie. It was a yeah, very good. But, but he said, "But
1: he had a small part, but he stole it." Actor Bill Daly. From a conversation that originally aired in June 2014, the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. Our guests will include voice actor. Michael Bell, we hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, Ed Robertson, Beth, Tony Figueroa, down at Allenfield, Grace, Greek Earbarn, producer Chris Corman. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk